Boom, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Hey, guess what it is? It's Friday night and it's 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you're at your place for having unfiltered conversations at the unfiltered experience with myself, Christopher Rausch, and Scott Goyet. Scott David Goyet. <laughs> Scott David Goyet. Scott David. Only when I'm in trouble. Only when I'm in trouble. <laughs> I know we haven't used Jackson's full name yet. And I'm like, man, he's doing pretty good. He's almost five years old and he hasn't heard of Jackson Christopher Roush yet. And I'm like, I don't even want to hear that because it's going to sound like I'm in trouble. Oh, too. Oh, it scares you. I told you one of the funniest things when we were in doing our programs for schools, I would actually, essentially, the, the person who bought the program was the principal. And I remember the principal would be like talking to me and some kid would come to the office and they'd go, so what happened again? And I'd be like, I'd be like freeze. I'd have like PTSD because I'd be like I'm in the principal's office, and I and then they'd start talking to me after me. So where were we, Scott? And I'm like, I don't know. And I was so scared of the principal from the PTSD. So the middle name principals. There's definitely a real thing to like a PTSD where I can't even talk to a principal like adult to adult because I think they have this like secret power over me. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, damn, what did I do? And they're like, nothing, dude. We're just gonna bring Golov now in here. And I'm like, I'm I'm not in trouble. And they're like, no, no. I'm like, okay. That's how I feel about cops. <laughs> I, mean, I haven't had, I haven't done anything bad. I haven't had anything bad, but it's still a cop gets behind me. I'm like, shit, what's going to happen? Am I going to go to jail? You know? I think about Jimmy Dennis. I'm like, what, what's going to happen? You know? Oh my God. I got a bandana on with somebody just, you know, doing something with a bandana. Yeah. It's all real, dude. It feels that way. Like we're, you know, one of the, obviously, you know, Oren. So one of our good friends, um, for those of you guys who are listening, um, Oren, Oren Wright is a police officer in Lynn, Massachusetts. And it's funny because sometimes when he'd get mad about something, I was like, Chris, are we in trouble? And he's like, no, 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 I'm here for your coaching. I'm not going to arrest you about anything. I'm like, okay. Like, <laughs> I feel like we did something wrong. It's weird. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. I mean, it's just, I think it's that, 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 that reactionary situation to, you know, different times where we didn't have those experiences with, uh, you know, positive, positive ways. I mean, that's what we talk about here on the show and in, in the coaching program is the fact of what we do um, to change those perspectives about um, what it is that's going on. And we have uh, Pamela in the house. She says, Hey, beautiful peeps. I only get a few minutes since you, uh, since I'm taking my niece and nephew for ice cream, but I'm happy to see your faces. Good to see you too, Pam. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We got Robert in the house. Robert Robert is in your house. So uh, how's your week been going, man? I know you've had a lot of things you've been juggling. It sounds exciting. Uh, talk to us about that. It's been good. Um, so, you know, the big picture for me is um, I've been working with um, a couple other people. We're going to start doing the consulting in companies and bringing the Go Love Now program into companies versus the schools. Because at the end of the day, I think organizations need to start practicing these principles. And once they start doing that, then those school board members who work at the companies will say, let's get this into the schools. And suddenly the parents and the adults are on board because um, the adults are, we've talked about this a million times, are the people who are holding back the progress of the youth, not because of anything that's their fault. They're stuck on autopilot and they're in these spaces that they don't know how to get out of. So we need to help them go to the places where they work, change the cultures there, let that flow downhill to the kids. And um, we're making it happen. So all good stuff. Beautiful, 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 making an impact in the world and making an impact on the kids. I mean, that's the most important thing. That's what we talked about before is like, should we be coaching adults or should we be going after the kid market? Because those are the ones that are going to be taking over the future of the world. So yeah, man, massive respect to you for doing that and actually shifting gears and going back going to the workplace. I mean, because that's where we could start. That's where we can start making shifts happen. Uh, and you are the guy to do it. So that is cool. I mean, when I think about, you know, shifts, I think when you said something about my skin, I was thinking about our guest tonight, 
Yeah. And shifts that sometimes we have to make in our life. You know, I did a show a couple of weeks ago on Ron and Scripted that talked about signposts and transitions, right? And that sometimes we get signposts that kind of hit us up in the face and we don't we don't take action on those situations. And then finally it like smacks us up in the face for like the literally the last time. And that's when we really need to take notice and, and take a transition. And that's something that I did for myself this year. You know, Scott, that over COVID and everything else, the challenges that we've all been through, um, I decided this year, as we've been talking on the show, um, to do 75 hard. And my skin is looking clearer because it does. Um, because I really have been taking myself seriously because of course we want to all get to the next level, but how many of us do really want to do, you know, the, the unconventional things, the uncommon things, the things that causes us, cause us to get out of our comfort zone to attain those. We hope, wish, and pray and try to get those. So with 75 hard, I mean, it's crazy because when I think about what we're going to talk about with our, with our uh, guest tonight, um, in just 18 days, I have seen my clarity improve. I've seen my sleep improve. I've seen my uh, attitude improve. I have seen my, my heart rate go down. I have seen my sweating start to go away. Uh, I've seen my gut go down probably about three Santa sizes. Um, so it's been actually amazing. And, and I think about that. All I did was just made a commitment and a promise to myself to start treating my vessel, my body, my mind a hell of a lot better than I was. And the shift in that is that I'm becoming healthier. And I think that's going to be a great conversation to be having tonight with our guests. So would you like to introduce her? I would love to do that. And so to just tack on what you're saying, we're at a point in existence right now where the whole world is starting to take a closer look at the fact they've been autopilot, on autopilot and reactive to things their whole life. You know, I go to school and I get a grade. I don't decide I did well on the test. I wait for the teacher to tell me. We're always reacting. We don't take responsibility for ourselves. And so I'm not saying, you know, we go do the study and we do the things proactively, but we're waiting for someone else to tell us we're good enough. You know, the doctor is going to say, okay, you're healthy. It's not, do I feel healthier? Have I done the things to become healthy? We're not going to do the work and say, hey, look, at this was a great project. We're going to say, was it a good project? Did I get a good grade? And so one of the things that we're going to talk about in the mind, body, and spirit relationship today is really getting to know your body really starting to become the proactive component of being your own doctor in a sense, because there's so many things between supplements, sleep, different parts of what we take in, the inputs that really can change our existence. And so there's nobody I know who knows more about this. This woman is nothing short of amazing. She's incredible. And she is a um, homeopathic doctor. I'm probably butchering the exact uh, title but she does all that proactive stuff. So she does functional medicine versus traditional. I can tell you this, she has worked with me, got me through some stuff too. And I love that symbiotic relationship where we can help her with some coaching. She can help us and we're being proactive, not reactive. Without further ado, our good friend, Tanisha Wards. How are you? Tanisha. What's up? Good evening. Happy Friday. How are you? I'm well, thank you for the great intro. Can you guys hear me okay? Perfectly. We can hear you and we can see you and my monitor just needs to shift a little bit right there. Awesome. Good evening. Awesome. Looking beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And you only worked 24 hours today, right? What's that? You only worked 24 hours today with patients yeah. already? <laughs> no, not too bad today. Not too bad. Um, so did Scott, so did yeah. Scott butcher, your, uh, butcher your title? He did, but that's okay. So I'm a doctor of chiropractic and acupuncturist with a focus on female health and hormones and functional medicine. But we do that, use homeopathic. <laughs> we do use homeopathic. So you were not wrong. I was trying to, wrong. I was trying to get the most succinct 
uh, overview that did it all in one. And you know what it is? I should have thought of that ahead of time. I was thinking of everything else. And I'm like, wait a second. What do I actually call you? And I was like, damn. <laughs> so, no worries. I wasn't being yeah. proactive. <laughs> that is okay. That is okay. But yeah, it's great to be here. Super excited to speak unfiltered. Hopefully I don't say anything to get myself in trouble. But <laughs> ask me anything. Really? You go first. Ask her anything. <laughs> Ask her anything. Really, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here on the Unfiltered Experience. <laughs> We're going off the deep end today. Um, I want to talk about something. I want to get right off the bat is something that I've been dealing with and I just talked about with 75 Hard, and that is inflammation. And I want to get your 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 take on inflammation and, and relation to um, the genetic modification of the foods that we've been eating and how that really screws up our entire system as um as uh, as we try to heal ourselves, but yet we're putting stuff in there that's causing our body to be inflamed and not take care of it. And then what we usually do is go to the doctor and get prescriptions and wind up on that whole cycle. So talk to us a little bit about that inflammation situation. Yeah, definitely inflammation, I think, is the root of all disease. The problem is what's causing the inflammation. So by going to the doctor and getting steroids, yes, you're knocking out the inflammation, and maybe temporarily, but it's going to come right back if you don't figure out what it is. And that's exactly what we do. And I think that's kind of the perfect summary of Western traditional medicine versus functional. Like, okay, let's just cover up this symptom, put a Band-Aid on it, make it go away. We want immediate gratification, move on to the next, you know, 12-hour day, right? Versus, well, why am I inflamed? Is it a toxicity in the body? And we dig into things like mold toxicity, um, pesticides, all these things that our bodies can't detox properly, and that could be genetic, why you don't detox it. Or is it autoimmunity? I think in my practice, I've found three big causes of inflammation, toxicity, so like an external toxin, an external attack, I like to call it, autoimmunity, an internal attack, something's going on with one of your organ systems and your body's attacking it, it thinks maybe like your thyroid is an enemy or your gut lining, which is a big problem, and then stress, adrenal stress. The adrenals and stress, our stress receptors, our adrenal glands pimp, they pump out, they don't pimp out, they pump out. They could <laughs> the pump out. They um, They're pretty exhausted though, for most of us. Cortisol and adrenaline is what they pump out. And if you can't get that under control, you're very stressed. I mean, definitely a lot of, I've seen, I, I see it all the time, right? People come in and just kind of look puffy and inflamed because they're stressed and all those stress hormones are, are coursing through. So that's, that's the biggest difference of covering it up versus figuring out why and making the changes. That's it. We can end the podcast. That's it. Okay. <laughs> now let's get more detail. And I can even throw myself in as a guinea pig. So, you know, what about, let, let's talk about, because every single one of us comes in with something different. I'm a person who has studied the human body. I've been a personal trainer. I understand a ton of it. And I'm sitting here doing everything that I know to be correct but I'm still stuck. And I know there's somebody here right now who's going through their story saying, I've you know, been to this type of doctor or this type of person. They think they've done all the proactive and the reactive. I wanna go into the space of what would you do to start that process to really uncover and dive in? Because I think a lot of us just wanna know where to start. You know, like you and I, and I can, since, since it's, I'm the patient, I can speak on it. Um, I felt like I had some form of adrenal fatigue because I was just that go, 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 go guy and just shut myself down. So my batteries literally weren't functioning in my body. Um, you know, we explored a few different things of what it could be and started working back to get my energy back in place. There's a lot of people here, I'm sure, 
who are going to listen to this and say, how can I get my energy back to the way it used to be? And you've got people saying you're getting older. It's just part of life and all these mm -hmm. things. Where do we start to first and foremost, let people realize it's not just you're getting older. And second of all, what can that process look like? Can it be quick? Does it take a long time? Is it one size fits all? What does that look like? Great question. Thank you, Chris. Yeah. Seven minutes long. <laughs> so, so it's different for everybody. I think that is the first thing. Like you said, it's not cookie cutter. And, and we're used to that in our society, in our medicine. Oh, you have this list of symptoms. Oh, this is the drug that is for those list, list of symptoms. And that's, that's, not, that's not medicine. It's just not. And this is unfiltered, right? So I can say it. Um, uh. In slapping these like BS diagnoses on people like, oh, you've got pain everywhere. It must be fibromyalgia. Well, that's a bullshit diagnosis because it's just a definition of pain. You've got pain everywhere. It's, all, it's just a symptom. So first of all, yeah, trying to just recognize everybody's different and there is a cause, but our starting point most of the time is figuring out what's right for you. Everybody has a different right next step or right starting point for the step. And so to do that, we do a lot of things. We collect data. I am a big fan of functional lab testing. So we do blood tests, hormone tests. Um, stool samples. I love to talk about poop. If anybody wants to ask questions poop, about poop, you're only, I love, love, you're, only I love healthy, poop. you're only as healthy as your poop. It matters. I have a poop chart in my office. Um, my staff won't let me hang it on the wall. So it's like in a little shelf. But anytime somebody's like, I have loose stools or bloating, I'm like, show me which one. It's called the Bristol stool chart. If anybody wants to look it up. I'm actually a poop model actually at her office. <laughs> it's true. I'm a poop model. Chris is looking at me it like, matters. shut up. It matters. Um, the other thing is we test brain chemistry. How many people do you know are going through something and the doctor's like, oh, here's an antidepressant. Well, maybe serotonin's not their problem. Maybe it's GABA, which would meet, mean more of an anti-anxiety. Um, so again, it's not one size fits all. We have to collect the data. Most people are prescribing, most doctors are prescribing antidepressants, anti-anxiety without even checking the levels of your serotonin. And then Patients come back like, oh, I had all the side effects that didn't work. Okay, try this one. This is the next one on the list. So getting the data before making any decisions is a big, big part of it. And what I like to say in our practice is we combine science with nature. I'm a numbers person at heart. I want to see the data. But then we use something called muscle testing and kinesiology. And for people who don't know what that is, it's a way of tapping into your body and asking it questions, um, really with turning on and off the nervous system. I'm actually placing stressors on your body, different vials of things, of toxins. And this is where my family and friends say I'm a witch doctor and I find that a compliment or I'm woo woo. Um, uh oh. Thanks, okay, we're still here. We just gave me full screen. <laughs> okay, you just gave me full screen. All right. So I was like, oh no. Like, <laughs> no, this is a good um, thing. <laughs> so I got, the, I got the mic now. I'm going to really talk. No. Um, so, so finding out. Yeah, what's, what's going on with you and not just treating it when we do that with labs as well as muscle testing. So we can ask the body, we can actually put vials, nutrients, supplements, um, toxins into your energy field and find out if it turns your nervous system off. It's that, that simple and it, yes, it's a little woo-woo and that's where they say like, oh, my favorite doctor, and, but it works because it's not one size fits all. Everybody needs to know the right starting point for them. And then you have to learn how to do the right next steps. 
to not just also give one supplement and it's okay. Sometimes we need to take a step back and do gut healing or start very foundational with removing inflammatory foods or taking people out of toxic environments more and more here in central Texas. People are coming in with a slew of weird symptoms and we're finding out that it's mold toxicity. Wow. We're living in houses that have had mold exposure and they have headaches and migraines and fatigue. So then they get slapped with chronic fatigue and then they're given an antidepressant because they're tired, which doesn't give them any more energy. They might feel happier, but it's they just get stuck in this loop and no one's trying to figure out what the hell is going on with the body and how to fix it. So yeah, that's kind of how we, we have to collect the data first. So I, I developed something called the Infinity Way. We're getting it trademarked right now to train other doctors. And there's three steps. And the first is to reveal and discover. So let's reveal the problem and discover what the heck's going on. Hmm. Real quick, Tanisha, I don't know, Chris, are you, is she choppy? Were you hearing her? If yeah. you, if you could just to make the quickest thing to do is maybe just take up the headset and just use a computer mic. Cause it's coming in and out every other word. And I can, I know what you're saying and it's good stuff. Okay, how's that? That's fine. That's fine. So, okay. so, so I have a question for you. Um, based on everything you said, because I'm I'm trying to go back to day one where I'm listening to this. And, you know, if I'm somebody who goes, you know, I don't have extra money that's outside of my insurance to pay for some woo -woo muscle testing stuff. It makes no sense to me. I want to back up a little further. One of the things that if I wasn't a proponent of functional medicine and homeopathy and proactive medicine, I probably would have said something like this. I've already had my blood tests. My doctor's a great doctor. They already they would have found any of these things. So I see no reason to go to you. Let's talk about the difference between a traditional blood panel and traditional blood tests, what they're looking for versus more extensive blood panels, because I think this is something that I know I found benefit from. And I think people need to hear that. Yeah, so that's a tough one. I feel like most doctors, and not all, run a very basic cholesterol, CBC, a couple things, and they're not, they're just not digging deep enough. They might run just the TSH for thyroid, but not the whole panel, so they could miss things. Um, am I less choppy? Can you guys hear me okay? You're still choppy. Still yeah, choppy. I'm not oh. sure why. It's every other word. It's very choppy. Yeah, that's weird. I wonder if I could hop on on my phone or something. Why you, why hmm. you, so hop on your phone. Chris and I will chat for a minute. And I'll talk about some of the experiences I'd have for a second. So, Chris, so one of the things that um, when I went into Tanisha, I was having some adrenal fatigue, things that you saw where one day I just wasn't there. And what ends up happening is when your batteries and everything are shut down mentally, I, I couldn't function. You know, some days you'd be talking to me like, oh, just do this. I'm like, Chris, I, I can't even get out of my own brain. I couldn't I couldn't function. And I'm a pretty cerebral person. So my brain was shutting off because my adrenals weren't being the foundation and the battery for me to exist. So the first thing I'm thinking is, okay, it's 2020, I'm not even working right now, there's nobody on stage, I'm gonna go to my doctor, they'll do the blood panel. If they don't see it, then it's in my head. And so when I started talking to Tanisha, and the reason I wanted to ask this question is, the blood panels that they're covering through insurance are very reactionary. And she'll probably say some of these same things. So what's happening is, they're looking for things that they can like plug in a pill. Oh, you've got high blood pressure. Here, get this pill. You've got high cholesterol. Take this pill. And so they're the common things, a thyroid, you know, the issues that we all have. Right. But the things of the little details where like she was talking about, you know, is it something with, you know, um, GABA? Is it something I could do this? Or is my serotonin? They're not going that deep. One of the things I found interesting too, even with testosterone, I think the general testosterone test to see if where it's at, there's multiple ways testosterone are tested. 
And so you might not need a supplement. There might be other things that you can, I, I shouldn't say supplement, actual testosterone, you might only need a supplement. So mm-hmm. it's pretty interesting because I would never have said, give me more panels. I would have said, I've already had my blood drawn. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. Yeah. I was the same way too. And then, I, then I started getting around. I had a, um, my doctor was an integrative medicine doctor. So she did part homeopathic and then also the traditional medicine. And we started talking about that and she would just start diving deeper. And that's one of the questions that I was going to ask Tanisha. I think Tanisha yeah. is back with us. How cool. are we this time? All right. How is this? Oh my God. Oh, you sound so amazing. Good. So good. Can you uh, sing? I'm so sorry. I had, we tested the audio and everything. Who knows? Mm, shit happens. Things, things, things go on. I've, yeah. had, I've had so many different things happen during a broadcast. It's <laughs> I'm like, whatever. Earthquake. Okay. Yay. Yeah. We'll, I'm just waiting for like naked five-year-old to run by or something. <laughs> oh, we, 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 there's two of them potential and we have another <laughs> one who just will come with makeup and some other stuff. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, Scott, really? you're, you're exactly right. People come in all the time and say, well, I've had my blood work run, but most of the time, they've had their blood work run and they know something's wrong. So they're happy to, to run more blood. They're like, yes, let's dig deeper because they only ran a vial or two vials. Right. And I know they could be checking for other stuff. So a lot of times people are coming in asking for more labs anyway. So sometimes that's not even a conversation. Um, they're like, yes, run it all. Other times they're like, Oh no, my doctor ran it and my thyroid's fine. Well, they just ran one marker. And that marker really only tells us about your pituitary gland. The the TSH or the thyroid stimulating hormone actually comes from the pituitary gland and it stimulates the thyroid to make T3 and T4. So people run that one test and if it's okay, they think their thyroid's okay. And that's just simply not true. It could still be autoimmune. It could still be producing low hormones. So it's not receiving the stimulation very well. So, so yeah, it's just, it's just a matter of not digging deep enough sometimes. And then you're exactly right. Giving testosterone doesn't make doesn't help, doesn't fix anything because as soon as you stop it, your levels are still low. Um, yeah. You're just kicking the can down the road or you're going to be on it the rest of your life versus using some some herbs to figure out why you're not making enough um, and, and stimulate in the body. And that usually goes upstream. So the sex organs get a signal from the adrenals, which get a signal from the thyroid, which get a signal from the pituitary. So it's usually a problem in one of those other organs. And if there's ever been a time in the history of my life, 42 years on Wednesday, um, then now that our adrenal glands have had to really work hard this last 18 months, like oh, yeah. most, most of us, whether you're in education or a business owner or a parent or just service industry in general, or any, you want to leave your house on Saturday, you, you've had some fight or flight over the last 18 months on all of those things, financial stress, stress, like real stress for our health and safety. So we are seeing more adrenal fatigue, more hormone problems than I've ever seen in my career. I've never worked this hard and had, and have never been this busy with patients who are completely at on E they're just completely exhausted and it's showing up in all their entire endocrine system, hormones, sleep, anxiety attacks. I mean, I'm doing acupuncture on people 10 times a day for anxiety. It's, it's unreal, but you're right. One little blood test or, or, you know, even a couple vials isn't going to dig that deep. A lot of those you have to test with other bo- body fluids like saliva and urine and other things that I don't know why traditional medicine doesn't look at it. I don't know why. 
Mm. Well, we, we, we know the answer to that, but I want, I want to, I want to go super wow. basic because, because before we were talking about where do we start? And this is something that's not for me being on my high horse for forever. When people sit there and say, I just don't feel good. You know, and I'm, I've been giving out these complimentary coaching calls all throughout the year. And they're like, I don't feel good. My energy's down and I, I'm, I'm not getting enough sleep and, and I'm constantly eating. And then I sit there and I'm, I ask them this very simple question and they look at me with cross-eyed. I'm like, how much water do you drink? Yeah. How much water you do you drink? Because I go in, I've done a bunch of studies on that, but just talk to the people listening and watching about the massive importance on what hydration can mean on your overall health and effectiveness and clarity and everything else. Love it. Yeah, every single cell in the body needs water to function. So it's sometimes excess hunger, fatigue, brain fog. It's just, it's as simple as water. And I've recently really gotten into something called gel water, which is super basic to make. Have y'all heard of gel water? It's really no. hydrating. It's, you can you can find all different recipes. Um, there's been a couple of books and studies about it. Gel water, it's basically adding things like chia seeds, fruit, um, yeah, different types of seeds to the water to basically hydrate you quicker and then a pinch of sea salt with it. And the sea salt, just a pinch, not like you're tasting from the ocean, like just what? a tiny bit. The, but the minerals help you carry the water into the cell wall better. So you absorb this water better. Um, and then people, of course, I always get the pushback. Oh, if I drink more water, I'm going to pee all day. Well, yeah, that's the point. That's <laughs> yes. the point. Do you understand this filtration system shit that you got going on in your great body? Dang yeah, that. that's the point. And then the other thing I think that's really important is clean water. We're like, oh, well, we're in the yes. U.S. We have access to clean water. No, no, we don't. Um there's all kinds of chemicals added to our water, including fluoride, which fluoride stresses and shuts down the thyroid gland, which then makes you have all kinds of hormone problems, like I was just mentioning. Um, I'm originally from Flint, Michigan. It made it on the map in the last five or whatever, seven years, because there was lead in the water poisoning people. So, you know, if we think that we're getting clean water, we are delusional. I'm a big fan of um, a couple different filtration systems. I think the easiest, quickest bang for your buck is a gravity filter, like a Berkey or a Pure Pro filter. You could literally, and Scott knows, um, you know, Barton Springs, Ladybird Lake, you could literally just push that water into your filtration system and the filters just filter everything out, including chemicals and things that are added, but uh, bacteria, parasites. We joke during the freeze here in February, you're going to see all the hippies down at Barton Springs, like with our with our gravity filters, because you don't need electricity for it. It's, it's just re a, real. It's 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 a joke and a reality. Yeah, they, they had, went to their we drum circle water. and then they filled up their water and went home and ate their granola. Exactly. And the and funny you, thing is, we have drums, and I relate. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm like, wait a minute. You're like you just described you, Scott. Hot kettle black. What? <laughs> we uh we um my husband calls me a yippie he says you're a yuppie hippie you drive an suv but you also shop at the farmer's market and do yoga and, we're you know. in the same we're in the same place there we could yep. definitely stay at the four seasons but we could definitely pull water out of barton springs and we want to go to a drum circle yes yeah. we, were uh, Chris, we were the other we were at the uh we were at a happy hour the other day and and we were and i was thinking in my head like oh they don't have an organic pinot noir and i don't want to get a headache and Tanisha comes out with this freaking thing that you stick in the wine that removes the sulfites. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, you're, wow. you're not, we're, we're, we're kind of ridiculous. Like we'll do things, but we're like, but if only I could remove the sulfites or it was organic. And she's like, oh, I have these sticks and it removes it. I'm like, okay, this is getting ridiculous, but 
that's happy hour with us. That's our tribe, right? It's it's, it's <laughs> called the Wand, I love um, it. and it's a you can find them on Amazon. I have an affiliate on my website I with, still need to with buy them. One. W A N D, and yeah, you just stick it in wine specifically, so it pulls out a lot of the things that cause a histamine reaction, so yeah. people feel inflamed and puffy and all of that. So it's a life hack, right? Because you. It's a biohack because you still have to exist. You still have to be able to go out for a glass of wine once in a while with people that you want to enjoy life with. And you don't want to feel like death the next day because you're inflamed. So yes, and we drank tons of water. We drank tons of water that night. No, you go one for one. You drink you drink a glass of pinot with a wand in it and then you drink a glass of water and then you're good. <laughs> you go from Barton Springs. Your, Does that really work? You drink your gel water. <laughs> I felt fine the next day. I mean, we didn't yeah, drink a lot, too. but still, yeah. it's a week week night. You know, we're it's school night for kids, so we had to yeah be the wrong. <laughs> so, so I love like everything that we're talking about. Um, there was one more question I had. Um, Chris, go ahead if you got a question. I'm gonna I'm, yeah. I'm, there's something I, I had. I'll get it's it. Kind, I'll get it again. It's kind of it's kind of along the same lines. It's kind of like thinking about you know when you were talking earlier about um, the stuff in our body. It's a two part question. Talk to us about because when I think about Tony Robbins, I mean obviously we heard about what happened to Tony Robbins, the mercury poisoning he had in his body, and given the fact of all the people he has around him, all the intelligence he has, he did not know that he had like seventeen million times the amount of mercury in his body. Talk to us about the the mercury, the maybe um, heavy metals testing, but also yeah. just That's also. A good one detoxification in general like what's a good route a good healthy route for people to detoxify because i know that that's what i'm going through right now i'm probably going to do like a five-day juice cleanse so you know I, I didn't jump into it but now i feel like a five-day juice cleanse will be good but just talked about de detoxifying all that shit that's in our body to help gain that clarity and the, and the best way to do it yeah so i'm going to take a step back from that just a little bit and say it's not always the toxins it's often the soil so it's often you so a test mm. that we do in our in our office is a genetic test to find out if you're a poor detoxer. So here, so here's an example, right? A lot of um, people get metal fillings. Did yeah. I break up again? No, no he was okay. he was he was, he was, he was, was, was I'm a poor detoxer. He's like I'm a poor detoxer. Oh, okay, okay. I thought, oh no, did I break up? Okay. So um, here's an example. So a lot of people have metal fillings, and some people have reactions to it, like the mercury, and some people don't. There's a lot of um, blame on vaccines causing heavy metal toxicity and causing autism. Well, if that's the case, why do, why hasn't every child out there gotten autism, right? Why doesn't everybody who has a mercury filling become deathly ill? Um, in fact, my dad had mercury poisoning, so I know way more than I ever wanted to about it. Wow. Um, it has to do with your genetic makeup. So there is something specifically called the MTHFR gene. And yes, we call it the motherfucker gene because it's... It's a motherfucker if you have it because you can't detox much um, wow. and you become sick. So yeah, MTHFR gene, which stands for methyl tetrahydrofolate for short, we call it MTHFR, but there's, there's, there's 18 genes that we look at in this pathway of, can you, you know, when you bring something into your body, whether it's something you eat, drink, put on your skin, breathe in, doesn't matter. It all goes in a sorting system and your body says, is this toxins? Is this red dye 40? Is, are these glycophosphates with phosphates from like pesticides? Um, is it food, you know, other food preservatives? Is it metal? Send it down the detox pathway. Is it something we can make nutrients on? Send it down the energy ATP mitochondrial pathway, right? So that sorting system has a lot, has a lot to do with your methylation genes. And so taking it a step back, you know, pe some people can handle 
a lot of toxic load and be fine and have have more brain clarity. And some people can't even walk down the perfume aisle in Nordstrom's without having a headache for three days. Wow. That's, and those are the lot of a lot of the people that end up in my office. So yeah, and, and people who work there because you actually have the thing that says don't wear any heavy perfumes or whatever, which is very interesting. Yeah. Yes, exactly. In my office, because I have patients that get headaches from synthetic scents like perfumes because they have poor detox genes. Absolutely. We have a sign on our door that says no synthetic perfumes, um, essential oils and things like that are okay. Because for a long time, I had a gal working at my front desk that it would give her a migraine and she'd have to go home and can't run business like that either. And I don't want her to feel bad. So, and we have lots of patients like that. So, um, that I, I think is probably the missing piece that people look at as, as far as toxicity. Yes. Let's try to live in a toxic home as much as possible. And I talk to patients as big as things of, you know, um, cleaning products, shampoo, things you're putting on your body, but also people don't think about things like plugins. That stuff is so oh, toxic. Spray. I just found out about the aerosol sprays. Yeah. I was like, Oh, you never think anything of it. Like, Oh yeah. The plug. Yep. Your There's parents used it. Their parents used that sure. crap. We bleached everything growing up, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like that's toxic. So I, t I definitely talk to people about their specific toxicity loads. What can they handle? And then what their environment's like. And I mentioned living in a moldy environment can make you really, really sick. So yes, trying to live as toxic free as possible. You know, I'm a crazy person that looks at, you know, buying organic. Yes, it's a little more expensive. Do I think it matters? For me, it does. Cause I know my genetic, genetic makeup. And it mattered for my daughter's genetic makeup. We did not vaccinate her because I ran her genetics. It's just a cheek swab at like six weeks old. And I looked at this and I was like, yep, nope. She, we sh maybe we should have thought about doing this before we bred. <laughs> She's yeah. a poor detoxer. So, yeah. so here's, here's a question, right? I, I like where we're going with this because so now people are going, okay, how do I know? So what about somebody like, I mean, the organization like 23andMe or, you know, because 23andMe, once they start following DNA lines, of course, they can start to pinpoint and say, okay, this MTHFR is, you know, in this bloodline. Cause they'll start sending you emails like, Hey, if you have this issue, if you have this issue, do you think, I know a lot of people out there going, it's big brother. Now they know everything about me. If there's a value that you could potentially say, you know, within my lineage, these are things that might occur. Couldn't we be more, more proactive there? Do you recommend that? Or do you see value? Yeah. So the genetic lab I use is very similar to 23andMe. It's actually local to Austin. It was in San Antonio. Okay. Now it's in Austin. They do not sell and use your genetic information except for research and they do it anonymously. 23andMe, cool. I can't confidently say that about. Me um, neither. I, I did it yeah. just because I was, you know, like you got caught in the wave and I was like, oh, I'll just do it. And then you're like, should I yeah. have done that? Yeah. Um, and, you know, since this is unfiltered, there's been a lot of controversy that the, what the CEO or, or somebody of 23andMe is married to somebody high up in Google and that's been proven. And so yeah. they have all your data uh, for me. OK, what are they going to do with it? You know, advertise. I, 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 I don't care. Yeah. Like, like yeah. do whatever you want. Like if, if, you, if you can make yeah. some money because, you know, the, like that my pancreas isn't as good as the other guys. That's fine. Go ahead. <laughs> right. Go ahead. Yeah, you're going to target me. Yeah, this guy's got a weak pancreas. His insulin output, it's a moderate at best. Okay, yes. so you made money? Enjoy it. So so for me, it wasn't a, a big deal. Like, I I didn't care that they, I, I did 23andMe. The problem with 23andMe, getting me reading their data, because I used to read their data, in September of 2017, the FDA came down hard on them because they were releasing genes that basically the FDA said, you need to be a doctor or practitioner to tell people this outcome. 
And mm. so they yanked a lot of the more higher level medical data genes that I want to look at from yeah. their tests. So kind of to your point about, about people calling and saying, I have blood work from my traditional medical doctor and it's, you know, very small panel. People will come to me now and they'll say, I have my 23andMe report. Do I have to buy your genetic test? Can you just read this? And it's like, well, it gives me like a third of the picture. So if you really want to know, no. Um, if you really want to know this, this, and this, I, I need more data. So that's the bummer about it. it. It is inexpensive and it's quick and fast, but it doesn't have everything I want on it. But it does give us a lot of good information. And the methylation, the two of the 18 methylation genes I'm mentioning are in there, the two big ones. Mm, so cool. it is a good place to start for some people, I think, again, if you're not worried about what they're doing with the data. I'm not, right. personally. Cool. So let's even go more simple with one quick question. So Chris had a beautiful question of just the, the idea of water. Because I mean, I know when I used to run my boot camps, the first thing I would say to people is, do yourself and me yep. a favor. Stop it's drinking. Cheers. <laughs> Actually, I have to open a new beer. It's gluten-free. And uh, Chris knows this is my big beer night. I drink my two gluten-free beers. This is my... <laughs> This he's, is party, he's partying here on the unfortunate Chris, ladies and gentlemen. You, you know what's funny? This, this, is, this, is, this is wild, Scott. I'm two beers deep with a really horrible pour because I was talking while I was pouring it. I'm going to drink it. You got a lot of head on that, Scott. Enjoy that said, head. That's why I said horrible pour and didn't use that because I expected a comment from you that you were going to go to someplace. <laughs> Enjoy so that head, Scott. Thanks, Chris. No, normally sometimes it. I've had like two or three drinks before we even start the show. And nope. Nope. So let's let, let's just say people, you know, because one of the things, you know, Chris and I even talk about all the time, too, with coaching, you know, sometimes people aren't ready for coaching yet. They have to take two steps on their own before they stand up and say, I want coaching. Yeah. So if that's the case, somebody's listening to you and saying, I just had my physical. I don't know. I kind of like what you're saying. Let's give them like a, a few things. You know, one, Chris already brought up beautiful point. Drink a lot of water because that is the the, the flesh Half of your body system. Yes, yeah, I mean, nothing bad is going to happen unless yep. you go fraternity level chugging water. You're going to be good for drinking a lot of water. Yeah, let's and do two water, clean water. Get a filter. Get do a you filter. Do, you, do you subscribe to the pH thing? The pH yeah. is that is that big? Yes, I, mean, I also think it's a little bit of a scam because. You can add a pinch of sea salt, which is way cheaper than buying smart water. Ooh, I don't know if you want me to shout out names, but no, <laughs> um, I, I, so I think by saying it's pH, they've just got a little extra minerals in it. You can do that at home. Yeah. So in my office, I have a reverse osmosis system that adds back minerals to bring the pH up to 6.8 to 7, which is where we want our liquid, our urine to be, or our saliva also, because... Um, infections can't grow in that environment, 6.8 to 7. I have patients, that's one of the new patient things they do is they, for five or seven consecutive days, they run their first morning urine. And if you're at 6.8 or 7, which 98% of the people walking in my office are not, um, fungus, viruses, bacteria, um, parasites can't grow well in an alkaline environment. So absolutely drink the alkaline water for sure. It'll change your yeah. pH. I also look at adding in highly alkaline foods and taking away highly acidic foods to try, try to change your pH. There's a book out there that says cancer cannot grow in an alkaline environement. Mm -hmm. It's called um, Alkalize mm -hmm. or Die. Little severe. I wouldn't have picked that for my book title, but you know what? It grabbed my attention 10 years ago right. and he's not wrong. And I quoted him in my book a lot about 
if you're in a, you know, again, back to the soil, right? Or back to the fish. Is that our buddy? Is that Lutnitz? That's not no. Glenn Lutnitz. Is that Okay. No, but he's brilliant too. He's brilliant. And that's cancer. something he would say. He would like, that could be yeah. like one of his, yeah. He, he knows that to be true. Absolutely. He, he was the first person to say that to me when he diagnosed me with, with um, celiac disease. So. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. your pH matters and it's back to that, you know, it's not the fish in the tank. It's the environment. It's the water. It's not the plant in the soil. It's the soil. So it's your body. So yes, yeah, so drinking water, clean water. I do think that high pH, the thing is I wouldn't do every glass of water high pH because you don't want to throw your minerals off too much, but a couple times a day I think is, is great. And that alkalizes you. So I agree with you, Scott, cutting out sodas, it's artificial, it's crap, it's junk. It's, you know, hard on your body. It's hard on your kidneys. It's high fructose corn syrup or high sugar. And water is probably a big one. I'll tell you the three things I tell people. This, this Perfect. is probably going to sum up your answer. Perfect. I tell almost everybody this. There's three things I need to happen for your body to get into a healing state. Sleeping, pooping, and hydration. I love <laughs> so, it. No, that's it. SPH. What's your SPH today? There you go. If you're not sleeping specifically six hours of uninterrupted sleep, your cells can't heal properly. So people that tell me, oh, no, no, I can get by four or five hours of sleep. No, bullshit. No, you can't. Like you think you can, and it's going to catch up with you. And you're going to be the person that falls out and just falls over of a heart attack one day. That's what's going to happen. So six hours of uninterrupted sleep. Um, your poop should look soft and shaped and formed like a banana. Like Not Wonder Bread? Like Wonder Bread? Like form it like Wonder Bread? No, no, like already okay. formed like a banana. It's already formed, okay. I just <laughs> gotta ask. Soft, I just ice, sure. soft serve ice cream, I think is what, uh, yep, what one, that's of the a good one. one of the doctors said. Yeah, yep, banana, soft serve ice cream, absolutely. I literally have patients that walk into the door and they'll say, I haven't pooped in 10 days and I'm like, Holy that's smokes. Not, that's not constipation. Now you're toxic. I'm Dude. eating 5,000 calories a day and I'm literally like, I eat a lot because I'm working out and stuff. If, if I don't go to the bathroom two or three times a day, I, yeah. I, I would die. I would yeah, literally explode. The analogy don't I like to use there is they'll say, oh, I go every other day. I go every other day and I'm fine. I'm like, okay. Or I go every third yeah. day and I'm fine. I was like, okay, what'd you have for dinner last night? And they tell me, right? Let's, I don't know, roast beef, potatoes, whatever. Okay, let's put that meal on your kitchen counter and hike your temperature in your house up to 98.6 degrees, our body temperature, and let it sit for 24 hours. What's going to happen? Yes. It's rotting yeah. in there. You got to get you got to get the stuff out that you're not using. Like, that's not okay. So that's a bad one. <laughs> so sleeping, yeah. pooping, and then hydration. Yeah, if you're not doing half your body weight in water, <clears throat> your cells can't heal. You just can't. So those those three things, but then, you know, that all goes deeper to the sleeping and pooping, right? Well, why, why aren't you? And no, Ambien's not the correct treatment. It's, it's a band-aid. Yeah. So that's, so, so let, let's even go to that one too. Cause I mean, that's, a, that's a, a starting block for many of us. I don't sleep well, my energy's off, I'm miserable. I mean, a lot of people come to, you know, proactive functional medicine just because of that. Um, I would love to hear, you know, is it a good idea to take uh, melatonin? Should you cycle that? Should you do it? Um, is there something else? Is there music that we should listen to? Cannabis. Is there any kind of meditation? Is cannabis seriously? Should I should I take a gummy? Should I smoke some yep. pot? Let's talk about you know because again it's not one size fits all. Right. What are some of the good things that we could do to first and foremost, even if it's temporarily, start sleeping better? And yeah. then what are those? What which of those are sustainable? Because I know you know I hear don't take melatonin all the time. I mean. 
you don't want to just always get high before bed because then it becomes what if I don't have pot that day or yeah. you don't always want to do the same thing. So what's sustainable? What what can we do? I have my method that's working for me now, too. I want to bounce that off you and see if it's sustainable. Yes, to all of it. Um, <laughs> so so if there's I'm one... actually high on melatonin and I'm listening to theta music in this ear and talking in my right ear. So we're good right now. Oh, good. good. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so he's on melatonin now. He's like going to fall out. Yeah, I just drifted <laughs> off. Yeah. I don't even get high. To, so. You're supposed to go meet friends. So that's that's going to go well. I'm not even really high <laughs> or on melatonin. I would literally fall asleep. If Here, I here's my, like here's my Ritalin. I'll throw you a Ritalin. Ritalin. Bring, bring me back. Uppers yeah. and downers. Yeah. Um, if you snorted so, it, it goes faster. So I think, that, I think um, I'm going to sound a little bit like a broken record. But the question again is, why aren't you sleeping? And mm -hmm. is it, are you having a hard time falling asleep or staying asleep? Because those are two very different things. So in my experience, most insomnia is due to one or two things, a brain chemical imbalance, um, like too much dopamine or, you know, something keeping you very wired or too much adrenaline. So I ask people when they wake up, if they, if there's somebody who wakes up a lot at night, you wake up like, <gasps> like a startle, that's usually adrenaline. And it's usually between one and 3am, the adrenal alarm point in the acupuncture meridians or the liver the liver is also an alarm point there but 3 a.m specifically rather is adrenals one to three is liver or are you laying in bed and your mind is just going over and over yesterday that's more brain chemistry issues usually low gaba high dopamine things like that um so again why aren't you sleeping and those these are the types of things that we ask in our you know initial consults and histories and every time we meet but we test and then we ask the body using, um, I know I was breaking up earlier, but more like muscle testing in the energetic field of what your body needs. However, all of that aside, when someone comes in and they're not sleeping, I this is where I will probably, there's two reasons I will bypass my core root philosophy of finding the core root cause temporarily. And I'll tell you, tell you the other one in a second, but sleeping's with them. This is where I'll say, okay, we just got to knock your ass out because we got to get you sleeping to fix what we find. So kind of, we got to get you sleeping, hydrated and pooping while we figure out and then correct, because we're not going to fix to one of your questions at the very beginning. We're not going to fix your adrenal glands or your brain chemistry overnight. It could sure. take three months. So in the interim, yeah, in the interim, you <clears throat> absolutely need some rest. So that's where I'll pull in melatonin. I am, you know, marijuana isn't legal here in Texas yet. It's not. But no, no. It's declassified as Jeez, what do you call it? You guys stop people on the freeway for having a different opinion, but you can't have pot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, oh. I have patients that go to Colorado, mail it back. Like I have patients that have sure. medical cards in other states. So it's amazing. Get it. It's amazing. It's kept me off opioids. It's kept me off of sleeping medications. It's kept me off of anxiety. I mean, it's it's absolutely, absolutely. amazing. But uh, Trisha, Trisha has a question for us. Thank you for being with us here tonight, Trisha. And thank you guys all for being here. I haven't get a chance to jump into the comments because we've just been riffing on having a great time here talking. <laughs> but uh, she says, "What are your thoughts on apple cider vinegar?" I think it's a great question because mm -hmm. I hear all about it all the time. Um, so, what are your thoughts on it, Doctor T? Yeah, big fan. Um, it can help alkalize you. We talked about the importance of pH. It also is a really good help for heartburn and reflux. Big fan of doing um, a teaspoon of warm apple cider, uh, apple cider, a teaspoon of apple cider vinegar in wa warm water and take it down if you're having heartburn or reflux. So I have a lot of patients do that at night. Again, while we heal the gut, so we fix why they're making, you know, why they're needing the acid. 
um, to balance there. So no, I'm a big fan of it. I think that it has a lot of good benefits. Alkalizing you is probably the biggest benefit. So, so we, so tell me if we're doing this wrong too, because um, one of the things we do to start our day is our like kickstart is we do fresh lemon. We do some, uh, a teaspoon of um, apple cider vinegar, warm water. And yep. I put a little, um, what's the spice? I, put, I think it's cayenne. I, put, I drop I, in there. Yeah. Yep. So what you're, how you're, so that's a great thing to do in the morning. What you're doing that in that morning is you're um, basically kind of jump starting and waking up your liver with the cayenne and the lemon and that kind of dilates the bile duct. So it kind of puts you in a, not kind of, it definitely puts you in more of a detox state first thing in the morning. I think it's a great, yeah. I think it's a great thing. The apple cider vinegar is just really good for the gut and, and alkalizing your body. I think that's a great practice. Yep, I really how, like lemon water. How long would you, so so one of the things that, you know, Kim and I have tried to do is, so we'll do that. And then what I'll do is I usually do a bulletproof coffee or some kind of coffee uh -huh. with a coconut milk a few hours later, an hour later. Um, what's the spacing? Because, you know, obviously sometimes we do these things, but we take all the supplements, we do that, and then we drink coffee on top of it. And it's almost like, did that just help anything? Right. So what's a spacing yeah. where do I do that the second I wake up and then I have an hour? Talk about Even a spacing for people. Even 30 minutes, you know, it's going to move down your stomach into your small intestines in 30, 45 minutes. So, Ooh. yeah, 30 minutes is fine. I am not anti-coffee. The, the thing about coffee, I think that there's a couple things that are not healthy, is if you're not getting an organic bean, it, then you're dealing with pesticides. Pesticides and fungus. And fungus. And even an organic bean can have fungus. Um, bulletproof coffee claims are the only coffee without fungus. I don't know that to be true um their brand so yeah. I, I just i just don't know i don't can't prove them right or wrong but the other thing i've i've dug into recently is more alkaline coffee so coffee is very more coffee's acidic mm -hmm. so you know you're do what you just did in the morning with the lemon and the and the apple cider vinegar you just brought up your ph right you just put yourself yeah. into an alkaline, alkaline state, state which is a smart thing to do if you're going to do something really acidic like coffee because coffee just naturally is acidic. So I've had people, yeah. there's a couple hacks for that. You can definitely, um, there's, you can put baking soda in your coffee when you brew it just a bit and that changes the alkalinity that makes it more acidic. Makes sense. The, um, the butter definitely slows down absor absorption of it, as you know, like adding the fat. So it's yeah. not like you're getting hit and it's changing your pH all at once. So that's less stressful. And then cold brew coffee is less acidic just naturally the way it's brewed. So that doesn't affect your pH. And I have some patients that get really excited about the pH. So like they'll do their first morning pH, they'll, they'll do it after coffee and they see the change. But if you're living in alkaline environment, in an environment a lot, which is a lot of honestly green leafy vegetables and fruits and clean meat alkalizes you. So everything low inflammatory, that's good for you, right? Things that are really highly acidic are processed sugars and, um, you know, processed foods. So if you're eating a pretty low inflammatory diet day in, day out, I don't think coffee is going to be the worst thing. Yeah. And I don't think it'll completely derail your pH all the time. Um, where I get worried about coffee is where people are dependent on it, where they're like, I, I can't even function without my first cup of coffee. Okay. Now, now I'm like, okay, you, you've got that's, adrenal, adrenal that's problems. Freaky. Yeah. Like I can't think till I have my coffee. Well, that's because the coffee give your adrenal glands a shot. So you're pumping out adrenaline. <laughs> and so now you're running on adrenal stress and you're just kind of kicking the can down the road again of just borrowing energy from the future with, with coffee and it's false energy at the moment. So 
that's where I'm a little more worried about coffee. If people are like, my brain doesn't even work. Well, there's something wrong. Well, they could take a cold ass shower. I guarantee your brain's going to work. That's, I mean, that's what I've been doing. I've been doing cold showers and boy, does that, whew, that wakes you up. Margaret's here in the house. What's up, Margaret? Thank you for spending your Friday night with us. She says, what about a tablespoon of Evo? Ooh. Oh yeah. So great question. Um, Margaret. Thank extra you. Virgin, extra virgin olive oil is Evo in case anybody doesn't know. Oh, I didn't know what that was. I thought it was sugar. <laughs> <laughs> you thought it was one of those fake, fake sweeteners? Yeah, that's a fuck. I don't know. So, um, I I do a gallbladder cleanse that has you swallowing olive oil and lemons to get lemon juice together. I did it. The, yep, <laughs> yep. Um, it kind of you know pushes some bile stone and and bile stones through and sludge out of the gallbladder. I think that's a good clearing liver you know kind of ritual. My thought would be. If, it, if you did it every day, could it stress your gallbladder and liver a little too much with that much fat that you're going to have a lot of loose stools? That would be my thought. Um, but there is a cleanse. I mean, definitely if you're doing like a five day stand of it or something to get straight olive oil down, you're a you're a stronger woman than I am. I've done that cleanse, too. And I had to mix it with lemon juice because it's I mean, just a texture thing. Like I couldn't I couldn't get it down. It, it's, Denise, it's do you remember tough. I did that that one that I did that I told you I had to drink the 16 ounces of olive yes. oil to start it? Yes. Okay, I'll just say this. If you're wondering about olive oil, if you can pull down 16 ounces of olive oil and then go straight into a juice cleanse, the results will be magical. But you know how usually you do something and then you... you the fart? <laughs> oh, dude, never mind. Trust, dude. You just you, what you do is you bring your computer and you work from the toilet and just deal with it. <laughs> it's the only, there's no option. There's no option unless you just want to start wearing Depends. But I will say this. Not yet. I will say this though. The cleansing Maybe. effects of it, it, it it definitely did something where you know Chris talking about like the skin and the you know don't forget all those healthy fats like going into the mind. There was so much good with it, but. Totally. Usually you do something that makes you uncomfortable like two months later, kind of like when you drink a certain alcohol and then you say, I'll never drink again. You do. I still remember that vividly and don't want to do it again. And it was months ago. So it's nauseating. But if you can yeah. do it, there's value. There's value, I have a much gentler, a gentler version I recommend. It's um, it's a seven day olive oil flush. And it's every day you juice uh, a half a grapefruit, one orange and one lemon and a little bit of ginger to your taste. You juice that, put it through a juicer, then you throw it into a blender with, you start at two ounces of olive oil and you drink it down on an empty stomach for two days. And then day three and day four, you go to four ounces of olive oil, same fruit concoction. And then day five and six, so it's six day, you do, um, you do four ounces of olive oil. So you, no, I'm sorry, six. So you go two, four and six, two days of each with the half grapefruit, orange, lemon, and then ginger. And it's actually really tasty. Like it's, it's not it's, bad. I did it's that not too. bad. Yep. It's, not, it's not as bad. It's very interesting because you're listening to the olive oil and the grapefruit fruit and in your brain, you're throwing up. It's much better to do that than the olive oil straight. Some listerine a, and orange juice that I'm in. Yeah. Pretty, pretty <laughs> much. You, you just, just, just shut up and do it. It's one of those things. Yeah. yeah you just, you just got to suck it down. You just got to suck it down. It's, it's yeah. kind of like, like when mom gave you like vitamins as a kid and you're like, it's good for you. Like, all right. Yeah. Hey, so speaking of poop, speaking of poop, Aaron Keith, <clears throat> Aaron Keith's in the house. Sorry. I can't He's pooping. Is Aaron pooping? Says, I switched to cold brew and didn't realize it had way more caffeine than regular coffee. And I started having very soft and very often bowel movements. I had to stop and only <laughs> drink. But at least it wasn't as, as acidic. 
Yeah. True. And You're that good. is true. You're you don't better. need as much cold brew. You don't need you don't eight ounces. <laughs> yeah. You just do a little cold brew. Shoot it. Wow, we guys, we've been going for 55 minutes hard and strong. I knew we were going to be uh be having a great conversation. So Tanisha, we we gotta have you back because I mean you you've dropped yeah. Tremendous, excuse me, tremendous amount of wisdom and real world advice. That's what we love about doing on the show is like giving our listeners and our viewers an opportunity to walk away from the conversation and be like, okay, listen, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do the, the olive oil thing. I'm going to, I'm going to make sure I hydrate more. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure I look at, you know, functional water. Yeah. I mean, everything else. Yeah, I want to I I ask you one last question and have you take us out a little bit and, and share your website. But, um, uh, um, uh, Talk to us about vitamin D and getting sun because a lot of people talk about talk about their energy and everything else. And I found this out for myself. I was shocked when I did a I did a vitamin study and they said you're deficient in vitamin D. I'm like, I go outside all the time. I and started taking vitamin D and I felt <laughs> better. I took the vitamin D. It's considering it's like sitting over there. I felt better. So talk to us a little bit about that and then let us know where uh, everybody can continue the conversation with you. Yeah, absolutely. So vitamin D is a hot topic right now with COVID. Um, the studies that are coming out with COVID patients and vitamin D and people who didn't get as sick, their vitamin D levels were close to 80. That's a sweet spot. Um, functional medicine, we like to see between 60 and 100. Western medicine considers 30 to 100 normal. I find people feel best when it's in the range of 60 to 80. Here's the thing about vitamin D. Back to genetics. I don't think there's any more personalized medicine than genetics. And I love knowing this much about my patients. About 60% of the population has a genetic defect. It's a SNP which is a defect in it's called the VDR TAC gene, VDR TAQ. And it, it's a defect that you don't utilize and absorb vitamin D. And Chris, I would bet my license, you have this gene defect. I mean, 70% is pretty good odds anyway, but you don't absorb vitamin D without K. K2. K2. Yes. So you can't get enough vitamin D all the time from the sun. So you might be out in the sun for 30 minutes, but the body only absorbs 3% 3% of that. So um, adding vitamin K to it or just a higher concentrated dose could have been all the difference. Or think about here in Texas, we go from our air conditioned car to our air conditioned office to our you know air conditioned house. Like we're trying to stay out of the sun right now because it's scorching hot and we're covered half the dang time, right? And women, like my foundation has some sunscreen in it. So unless you're going out in like shirtless, or women's sports bra and shorts, you're not getting a lot of skin exposure, not as much as you think. Like if you're half your body's covered, which most of the time men are wearing shorts and t-shirt, right? So you're just seeing your forearms and your calves and your face. You're not getting that much. You're not getting as much as you think. So when somebody's, yeah, just get naked. So if someone's like really deficient, I'll say, you know, what's your backyard look like? Can you go out there in a sports bra and short shorts for 10 minutes a day? Or men, can you go out there topless, you know, best you can showing as much skin so it's either that they're not getting it enough throughout their body to absorb it, or they have a defect that they're not able to absorb it without taking it with K. So, um, mm. but vitamin D is your second most important antioxidant in the body. So it eats up free radicals like the bad guys, and it helps with mood. Most most depression cases need vitamin D and um, hormone production. So you can't make your sex hormones very well. So you're tired, you know, no libido. And you're sick all the time because it's an immune, you know, antioxidant. So vitamin D is important. It's one of my big, big ones. I run it on everybody who walks in the door. And people used to say getting D's in school is a bad thing. I do not <laughs> believe it. Right? I feel better about myself. 
right? But yeah, these are all the things we do in our office. We test for all that. We figure out the right starting point for each person. And you can find me at Austin Holistic Doctor, which is Austin Holistic DR. And then on Instagram, um, Dr. Tanisha or infinity underscore Atex. So Infinity Wellness Center is the name of my office. Um, and we're in Austin, Texas. So, yeah. So so I, I, I heavily believe in everything you're doing and, and people here get to see your your knowledge base and just a tip of it. And, and clearly, like when you're going down that road of those different, um, um, what was it, the uh, the genes or whatever it was that yeah. weren't allowing us to, pro like you said a lot of things that make a lot of sense. So if somebody wanted to work with you but they're in California or elsewhere, is that possible? It is, yeah. We, you know, one good thing that came out of COVID for us is we really um, pivoted to a lot of telehealth. So absolutely, they can go to Austin Holistic Doctor. I have two other doctors in my practice. We're all taking new patients. There's an application to apply and um, see if you're a good fit. Yeah, because we don't work with everybody, right? So I would say most people that come to us have been to multiple other doctors and they're told they're fine and they know in their gut and their heart they're not. But unfortunately, a lot of people have the, you know, doctor is God complex and they believe them and they just live a crappy life. So if, if you know, if, if that's where you're at, look at functional medicine, look at holistic medicine. We can help. Lots of people can help. Yeah. You know, trust your body, your own intuition in knowing when you're well and when you're not, regardless of what a lab test says, because there's other labs you can dig deeper. Amen. I love it. It's yeah. Amen. Thank you, guys. Amen. Margaret says here, she says, I have that gene defect. I have my genetic raw data read. It's amazing. It's amazing. Amazing. We have Aaron Keith in the house. Uh, Kellen's in the house. What's up, Kellen? Hey, she says, hey, fellas, what's up? What's up? Thank you guys, each and every one of you for being here, sharing your uh, questions, your comments. Pamela says, yeah, I had bad insomnia after mild head injury, inflammation. Mm. Yes. Uh, Robert says insomnia sucks. Of course it does. <laughs> I yes. actually, cured, I cured my insomnia, no shit with, uh, 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 Vicks formula 44 D or something like that. I drank cough medicine for like five days straight and I managed to sleep and my body got used to it and I started sleeping. It was Reset crazy. It. Yeah. Here, you know, it was crazy to back up how bad insomnia is. We've all seen fight club, right? I mean, that was a result of insomnia. From I know maybe it's, like, so it's almost like a joke, but it was real. Yeah. I mean, maybe not so Brad, so bad Brad Pitt came into the scene, but right. Yeah. Like he, he created this whole, he's not hard to look at. Right. Though. <laughs> that was a good movie though. Aaron Keith all, says, thank you for a great show. Oh, we got another question. We got another question. I want to make sure I didn't miss this. Uh, does she know anything about Brown's gas, either breathing it in or bubbling it in water? You get hydrogen from it. I've never heard of that. I have not. You stumped me. Brown gas. Yeah. Brown's gas, Brown's either breathing gas. it in or bubbling it in water. You get hydrogen from it. Why don't you just no. get hydrogen peroxide and snort it? That sounds harsh, Chris. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I had somebody tell me about snorting ketamine the other day, and I've just been hung up on it. I am not recommending snorting anything. <laughs> not ketamine. Um, well, they're apparently doing it for. I'm, I've been I've been madly researching all the different you know uh, alternative medicines that are doing out there. It's pretty crazy what's going on. But uh, I only know about the IV delivery. I don't know about snorting it. Yeah. No, well, no, that. no. So, dude, you want me to explain this because I've been on the party scene at some point in my life. So, ketamine obviously is from veterinarians and it was used for tranquilizers for bigger animals. So, there's a certain community in the world that started snorting it, and what they were doing was trying to essentially get another party to be anesthetized so they can do what they want to them sexually. That's where that started. Now oh, they're no. using it. Yeah, it was another date rape drug. And so and it was pretty much in the gay community, like they were using ketamine to to do that. So they were snoring it. 
but now they're using it actually for depression and anxiety and they're yeah. using it in treatment. And it's actually, if you've ever done ketamine and done a semi-regulated dose, like not an abusive portion, and you don't go into what they call a K-hole, you literally have a, it's almost like an observer state. So when we talk about observer state, if you went to the observer state and you could look down at yourself, it's almost like you can correct from outside and say like, I don't need to attach to those thoughts. I don't need to. So it's interesting. I've never done the therapy, but I'd be interested in using in that form and seeing how they utilize it. Because I could see, I mean, mushrooms, psilocybin, ketamine, DMT. There's, if, if used properly and directed to look within, to use, you know, use as a healing methodology, yeah. mm -hmm. there's so much value to it. The problem is we see it as another abusive extrinsic drug and something that takes us elsewhere instead of in. And I think there's value to it. But I wouldn't just grab a vial of ketamine and snort it no, without understanding. Yeah. So if you're if you're I'll thinking, tell I'll tell them to stop. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've, had, I've got some friends. I got some friends that are exploring that, and they're actually they're telling me about it because I've been just super super interested. But Aaron asked, I've never even heard heard of this vulvic vulvic materials. Never. No. Vulvic. Don't know that one either. Aaron's like, uh, he's above us. He's past us. What, what planet are you on, man? We Vulvic. need to interview you're, you're our next yeah. guest. You're going to teach no, us seriously. about Vulvic brown gas. That's all we need. When I when I say the word, I, when I say the word, I think it's something else. But I, I'm like. That's yeah, where I thought you were going. Yeah, so did I. And I'm glad. So we're almost done. You know, let's just not go there. And let's I didn't go like, there. I'm not a gynecologist, guys. I'm not a gynecologist. <laughs> you're not. Nope. <laughs> I, won't even, I won't even say what I used to say. I won't even say that. See, yeah, I have go. a filter. See, it's unfiltered, but sometimes I have a filter. <laughs> yeah, because I would tell girls I'm not a gynecologist, but I play one on TV. <laughs> Some of them actually kind of dug that. Anyways, thank you so much, Tanisha, for being on the show, The Unfiltered Experience. It's been great having you here and sharing your brilliance. Uh, whether you guys watching this on uh, live or on the replay, connect with Tanisha. You guys can do it digitally now. It's an amazing opportunity. Tanisha's the real deal. We've gotten a chance to know her. Scott obviously knows her personally and is her doctor. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Tanisha. We'd love to have you back on here and talk about some other subjects in the future. Yeah, sure. And I just want to say, as always, it's a pleasure, guys, to be around men that are so heart-centered and open, and it's refreshing. And I love you guys. Love you, too. We love you, so too. I'm gonna, we're going to place you backstage. Uh, don't go anywhere. We're going to talk to you in just a second. Scott okay, and I are going to show. Thank you. Scott Goyette. Uh, what a great conversation, man. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, the, the only thing that I would add here is, is contact Anisha. I mean, like, if nothing else, maybe some of the simple things, you know, talking about the water, you know, the little things that you can do proactively. Um, maybe there's some more panels or tests if you've got something you're struggling with. But the big thing that I definitely see is we have an opportunity here collectively to become more proactive in our healthcare. And to that point, that God complex, we think, oh my God, they went to school for so long. They're a doctor. They must be right. They must know something different than me. But here's the reality. What's going on inside of you is independent. It's you. It's you, literally you, Chris. You know, you're feeling something, and I can sit here and tell you all I want from books I've read. But at the end of the day, you know what you're feeling, and we've got to be the start of that process. So Tanisha said it beautifully. She comes with so much knowledge. I think the takeaway from today is realize that you are the first line of defense and offense of keeping yourself healthy, and that's that's just a reality. So take a deep look in yourself. Do the little things to keep yourself healthy, be proactive, and you're going to do great in this life. 
That's it. <laughs> You're going to do great in this life. You're going to do great I, in this I, life. I, 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 totally, I totally agree with you, Scott. I totally agree with you, Scott. And I'm going to come at it from a little bit harsher standpoint, you know, given the fact that I am doing 75 hard. You yeah. know, it really is, guys, it's 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 up to you. It's up to you. So many people sit there and said, you know, how I ask them, like, they're unhealthy. I'm like, how long have you been unhealthy? Like, oh, for the last 10 or 15 years. I'm like, okay, so you're expecting in three months that you're not feeling better, that you're going to give up and you're going to go do something else. You have to give yourself time. You have to give yourself patience and be able to undo that stress. And it's not going to be overnight. So I tell people, like, whenever it is that you're going to decide to do it, like I had a conversation with somebody the other day and I said, you either either do it now or do it when you're in the hospital, right? You can't afford to have good food now, but can you afford to pay your medications later on? Can you afford to have all those tests done later on because you can't afford good food right now because you're not doing things to be resourceful to, in order to, to make more money to get more good food? I don't know, Scott. It blows my mind how many people don't take care of themselves how many people have asked them about the hydration thing? Oh, the sleep thing. It's like, they're just, they're, 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 they're on autopilot and they're just like, okay, this is what I got to do. And I just got to keep taking this. And, and one day I'll figure it out and hope, wish, and pray. That's one of the biggest reasons, Scott, I decided to do 75 hard was I knew that I was kind of slipping down into old patterns a little bit. And it was just like, all right, let's do this. And the God's honest truth, you know, this, and the people that watch the show that are regulars know this I'm in pain. I mean, literally I have to do so many different things to, uh, to account for the fact that I've got that nerve that is just grinding right now. Um, but at the same time, I'm enjoying the process of becoming stronger because I can already feel the rest of my body getting stronger. So the rest of the body gets stronger. Perhaps it's going to heal that part of the body or it's not going to be compensating as much. And I'm going to heal my pain by going through more pain to grow more. And there's just, it pisses me off so many times when the people are like, I'm not a morning person. I don't want to work out. I don't want to do these things. I, I don't drink water. You don't understand. It's like, I just sit there and I say, I'm like, well, when you're sitting in a hospital bed one day, looking back on your life, I hope you think that you spent this time well making these decisions that are not serving you. So I just wanted to throw that out there. You guys need want. to take those, those, those opportunities for yourself. And we encourage you guys to make that decision whenever you feel like you need to. But my, my recommendation is to make that decision today because starting tomorrow, you can have a better life my words. I love it. I agree. I fully agree. Fully agree. <laughs> fully, fully, fully. Yeah. It takes balls. I mean, dude, I've been sore. I've been doing the two workouts today. And some days I'm just like, Oh my God, I'm like doing yoga. And I was holding my arms up in like warrior. And I was like, Oh my God. I was like, no, Chris, you're still, you're still doing it. You're still doing it. And I was just like, you know, going through it. But then the next day you wake up and you're just feeling better. It's amazing what you can do when you can take care of yourself. So uh, I appreciate you, brother. I love you. And I hope you're going to have a great weekend. I know you're going to go out right now uh, and we're going to go jam with uh, Tanisha. So thank you guys for being here with Unfiltered Experience with Scott and I. Uh, we love you. We appreciate you. Make sure you go to www.theunfilteredexperience.com, www.theunfilteredexperience.com. Join the family, become a part of the Unfiltered crew, the Unfiltered family. Got lots of cool stuff coming up for you. More interviews. Scott and I are going to be doing some solo shows as well, just conversating back and forth, engaging with you guys, just spending some time with you. So uh, we love you guys. We appreciate you being here. We want you to go out and have a fantastic weekend. And from Scott and myself, we love you. Go out there.